1: What is going on, everybody? Welcome into the Fantasy Coaches Podcast. I am your host, as always, Coach Steve. It is the holiday season here, guys. A couple of days before Christmas is here. If you celebrate Christmas, and uh, I'm I got all the spirit with my hat on tonight. So uh, we're going to talk some fantasy. Coach Gibbs unfortunately, can't make it tonight. Me and him had some communication issues with our plans this week. So uh, we are podcasting tonight, and and we'll have our normal schedule for next week. But of course, i got a great guest on tonight, and it's Dave, Dynasty Dorks. What's going on, Dave?
0: Hey, man. Glad, glad to be here, Steve. Always good to hang out with the, with the
1: coaches. Actually, appreciate it, my friend. I appreciate it. How is everything with you? I know we kind of talked before the show, but how's, how's, how's the fantasy life?
0: Yeah, fantasy is good. Um, you know, of course, you want to win every single league, um, but at the end of the day, a lot of times you are, when, when it's whittling down in your playoffs, you're playing against players that you are playing and you're you're kind of getting down to your 50 50 where like in my league i have kyler murray and justin jefferson are my two of my main players and in my other big league i'm playing against kyler (laughs) so um it's the way it goes um you can't win them all but uh it's been a a heck of a season and uh i got some good waiver wires today so uh we're, we're looking to at least uh do better than 50
1: 50 yeah no i absolutely agree with you on that i know i have am playing i have Cooper cup in one of my most important leagues but then i am playing Cooper cup like everywhere else i'm like shit what do i do here so it is tough you just kind of have to roll with it and hope that the numbers at the end of the day just even out for you and you end up winning as many as possible so yeah i think you and me actually are in a league together where we verse each other in the semis this week so should it should be, be interesting fun. Should be fun. So, uh, like I said, let's get started today, guys. Obviously, it is our Wednesday, Thursday show, and we're talking start and sit for week 16 now for your semifinal matchups. Uh, in terms of news, there's not too much going on. You know, you know Austin Eckler got put on COVID. Brandon Cooks got him put on COVID. Uh, I think we only think we mentioned Tyreek Hill on Monday, but a couple guys put on COVID. We don't really know what's going to happen with these guys yet. They do play Sunday, so we'll hopefully and hope that they can get off before Sunday uh Elijah Mitchell's already been ruled out for tomorrow night which definitely is a major blow but that's why you picked up Jeff Wilson this past week here so we'll we'll see how that works out but uh let's get into the start and sit today and as you guys already know you know we do was a little different we do sleepers and busts but we'll start from the top here and Dave you're up first my friend who's your QB sleeper this week?
0: Yeah, so um, I want to give give one super flex sleeper and then one 1QB one sleeper because there's a lot of Superflex leagues out there. I know I'm in a lot of Superflex leagues. So, you know, Justin Fields, I know he's not a sleeper, but he's definitely not someone that usually would rank in the top 12. I mean, pretty consistent. He offers a safe floor, and he has a very good matchup against Seattle. Um, so I, I think things are going in the right direction for him in that offense, and uh, I think you can you can trust Justin Fields this week. And then the other guy is Davis Mills. Um, so Davis Mills, um, we talk about deep sleeper. Super flex. Um, Davis Mills, he's been pretty consistent two weeks in a row with 18
1: to 20 points. Um, I think Davis Mills is someone you can roll out. Yeah, Davis Mills is is definitely a surprise. He has as many QB1 performances as Trevor Lawrence, the former first overall pick. So, uh definitely but i don't think we would have been mentioning that uh week one early on in the season here so no, i definitely like that one here uh, for for me guys this is definitely tough because a lot of the guys down at the bottom here i really don't care for the matchups or their veteran guys who i'm not thrilled about but matt ryan presents some kind of uh play here for me honestly i mean he's been pretty solid for most of the season again he's not a He's Not someone that's going to put up a thirty-point game for you most week, but he's been a pretty reliable QB two for the most part. Someone who could probably get just 16, 17 fantasy points in a good matchup against Detroit Lions this week. Lions have been kind of average at best against QBs. Usually, their run game is where they kind of can't thrive in the offense, but they kind of run their offense a little different there in Atlanta, where they kind of just dump it off to Cordell Patterson, and he kind of basically runs the ball, and that's you know that's points for uh, Matt Ryan in terms of he just dumps it off to him, so. He could end up having a pretty good week here this week. Uh, I'd be in, I, I'm would be i expecting this game, as long as Jared Goff plays, to be somewhat of a low-key shootout where it's like a 24-30 kind of win here for either team. So I think if you're looking for somebody, I know it's tough if you're still streaming the position. That's probably the only reason you're starting Matt Ryan. So for me, Matt Ryan is my sleeper. The guy who could end up on the borderline QB1 performance this week. Yeah, Jared Goff actually put up a pretty good
0: performance last week against Arizona, and he's someone that, Could be in this uh, sleeper category if you were in a one quarterback league. I probably would not look his way, but in your super flex league, someone could be considered. Definitely, definitely.
1: I thought about him, but I was like, "Mm, I still don't trust the Lions' offense that much. I I trust him a little bit better than all the Falcons, so we'll we'll kind of go from there, folks. So let's over to the QB bus now, Dave. Who's your QB bus for the week?
0: Yeah, I, I went Taysom Hill, and uh, he put up a stinker last week. There's not a lot, you know, when it comes to the weapons, um, and turnovers are key. So if you're in a six-point passing touchdown league, and he he throws a you know a a touchdown or two, it's gonna erase some of those fumbles and interceptions. But if he fumbles the ball and you're in a four-point league, he gets no touchdowns. That rushing upside that he has it just evaporates, and you saw it last week where he had only nine points. So Miami's a they're they're pretty aggressive defense, and they have caused a lot of turnovers this year. Um, so I, I think they lean on the, the ground game. I think he gets it done on the ground, but I just don't see him as having the the same upside he did last year when he had Michael Thomas
1: and a much better offensive line. I completely agree. He definitely stunk the bed. He's tough, honestly. He's a tough guy to want to put in your starting lineup this week because you saw what the worst is last week, and it could be that moving forward. You know he's a two-touchdown guy most weeks, but in your semifinal matchup, that's a lot of risk. Unless you're like projected to lose by a billion points or something like that, I'd probably stay clear, and I like that pick there a lot, Dave.
0: Yeah, well, we, we saw Russell Wilson's been limited with that injury, and I know he's back and he's playing, and Taysom Hill's also playing through that Mallard finger. But, you know, he's already a guy that struggles. He's a sub-50% completion guy, and now he's got a busted hand. So it's just it makes things pretty
1: difficult. Agreed, agreed. Uh, For me, guys, I'm leaning Derek Carr this week. If you have any ambition to start Derek Carr, please don't. I mean, you could just clearly see that Derek Carr has not really been the same since uh, Henry Ruggs uh, left the team here. And, you know, over the last five weeks, he hasn't thrown more than one passing touchdown it just doesn't seem to be clicking right now. Darren Waller is still questionable even going into this matchup here. I wouldn't be surprised if he misses a, another game, unfortunately, this season here. And Denver, they have been much better against quarterbacks as of recently. And, you know, they haven't allowed a, a QQB performance uh, since week 12 here. They've they've shut down guys like Barr and and Patrick Mahomes over two of the last three weeks here now. And in your semifinal matchup, Derek Carr usually pretty good for a super flex, you know. If, but in a one QB leagues, I'm pretty much staying away from him. I'm trying to find that upside. If Fields are out there, I'm going for Fields. And God forbid if Lamar Jackson sits, I'd rather take Kyle Huntley over um, Derek Carr this week.
0: Yeah, Huntley is interesting. I think in one quarterback leagues, he sneaks into that top twelve conversation after what he did last week.
1: Yeah, and no, that's that's a that's a good point. Would you feel comfortable starting him personally if happens that situation appears itself?
0: Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, you you if you're in a one quarterback league, if everyone has one quarterback and a couple guys have another, you're you're looking at your you know Derek Carrs and Matt Ryan's on the on the bench, and I would definitely take Huntley over both those guys. Um, and Fields, I would pick Fields up because as a waiver wire pickup, I'd rank him higher because you can get two weeks out of him. You may not get two weeks out of Huntley, but I would play Huntley over Fields. I'm a believer. Ooh.
1: Okay, okay. I think I'd still lean in fields on that one, but uh, I like it, honestly. I don't hate it. Um, and then one of the quarterback I just kind of want to mention here. Dak Prescott has kind of just been been boring over the last five weeks now. Just one QB, one performance. He has not really put up any fantasy points. Can you trust him against Washington this week?
0: I hope not. I'm playing against him in the real reality fantasy. And uh, the, the guy's also got CeeDee Lamb and Amari Cooper. So um, So he's got the Dallas stack. But last time they played Dallas, last time they played Washington, I put up nine points and, uh, and that's a six point touchdown league. So um, he doesn't run the ball as, as often as we'd like. and when Tyron Smith is out or injured, the whole offense crumbles. and that's what we're seeing. Um, Smith has been injured in and out of the lineup and Dax, you know his uh, production has, has definitely been the uh, same
1: thing. Yeah, I agree. I think you're 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 shooting yourself in the foot if you're thinking about starting Dak this week. I know the matchup seems good on paper because Washington supposedly has been, been favorable for quarterbacks, but the offense in Dallas right now just isn't clicking and I don't expect it to just magically change after one week. So I, I'd stay away from that situation. All right. So let's head over to the running backs now because that's always fun. Who's your RB sleeper this week, Dave? There's a couple of
0: them. I want to see what um you know what you come up with. But the first guy that I'll put out there is Ramondre Stevenson. Um, if Harris is out, Stevenson should do well, and he might have got cut last week because the, the Colts are a tough defense, and he did not produce. You know, what, what some people expected him to. So if he's out there, Ramondre Stevenson could be a sleeper. Uh, again, these are guys that are probably ranked out of your top twenty-four
1: that you can, you know, you can put in your lineups. Uh, agreed, very much so. Uh, Let's see here. Trying to think who I want to go after this week here in this matchup here. I got a couple more if you want me to go. Yeah, go. Give me give me one more before I come up with mine. Well, Deontay
0: Foreman. uh, Deontay Foreman is a guy that uh, I trusted last week. Um, I've played him over some guys like Chase Edmonds and um, you know other players that you know during the season we've obviously been higher on. Um, and it worked out. His, he's the clear lead in that offense. Um, I, I listened to an interview, and I loved it. The, the offensive you know, coordinator said, listen, if you lose Derrick Henry and you just completely abandon the game plan, then the team knows that you don't believe in the game plan. You just only believed in that one piece. And so we're just sticking to the game plan. And the game plan has been a lot of foreman. And he's even been involved in the passing game, getting at least two catches out of the last three weeks and getting at least 15 touches, um, I think your standard leagues and your PPR leagues, that Foreman could be a top-24 play.
1: No, I, I like, honestly, both of those. I finally figured out mine. I, I'm going with Devin Singletary, guys. Uh, last week was a big statement game for me in terms of Devin Singletary, and he produced in a, in a pretty decent matchup overall. I mean, the Panthers' line it was pretty good against the run most of the season here, and they you know he ran for 86 yards, Uh, He had, you know, an RB2-like performance this past week here, and they played New England Patriots, who have been kind of up and down in terms of um, running backs this season here. And, again, we saw the last game where it was a pretty bad game to watch overall, but I expect things not to go the same way, where Mac Jones is throwing the ball three times in that entire game. They're playing in New England. Uh, It might be cold. They're going to probably have to find an established run here to kind of get things going, something they failed to do last time they played them. And I don't expect Zach Moss to probably be active once again and steal those touches that Devin Singletary commanded. And you know, reports are that they, they want him. They don't want him, but they trust him as their lead back this season. So uh, I would have faith as a flex option, or if you're looking for an RV3 or something like that, he's going to put up decent numbers for you this week in fantasy. So for me, it's Devin Singletary.
0: Yeah, I like that. And then just keep an eye on all the injuries. Um, one thing I've been telling everybody is stash as many running backs as possible. Yes. COVID is, you know, causing a lot of problems, injuries. Um, I, I drop my kicker and I keep an extra running back on my roster until Sunday morning. And it's just a way to manipulate your roster a little bit. Cause I don't really care who my kicker is. Um, so, um, you know, it works out. Like I got guys like Sonny Michelle and Daryl Williams and Kayla Lodge, like stashed on my bench, and Ronald Jones. And with Ronald Jones, I guarantee he was the number one pickup of your your waiver wires this week, and um, he's probably going to win some people some leagues. I guess Carolina this week, uh, I wouldn't call him a sleeper, but if you guys are waiting for us to talk about Ronald Jones, he's top 15 play this week in my eyes.
1: Yeah, and I was actually going to mention that. So you, you're you're starting Ronald Jones without a doubt. The Levy, Oh, I forgot. I guess the Le'Veon Bell signed with the Bucks. Missed that, guys. I'm sorry. But that doesn't scare you off at of Ronald Jones at all. No, um,
0: you know, he's, Le'Veon Bell's been passed around the league and he's also been passed up on by a lot of teams. Uh, I'm not concerned at all. And he's still just got to get through. He's got to even just learn the playbook. Um, so I think that was just a depth move because Bernard's hurt. They obviously don't trust Keyshawn Vaughn and Fournette's going to be out. He just put him on IR. So I think it's just a depth move. And, uh, obviously, I mean, your know, deep, deep leagues, pick him up and, you know, stash him on the bench, but, I'm not rolling out Le'Veon Bell, and I'm not concerned about Ronald Jones. Um, with all the pass catchers down uh, against the weak uh, Carolina defense, I think that they're just going to
1: run Ronald Jones all over him and get out of town. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I have a difficult difficult decision to make now. With uh, I have Devontae Williams and Nick Chubb, and but the Ronald Jones opportunity for him now, it, it's very intriguing. And if you can start him, I'd start him almost any way you can because yep. – He's going to see the workload there, the passing volume. I don't know yet. We'll find out, but with all these pass catchers out, he might see himself a role in the passing game, actually, and he's going to run the ball. There's no one else there on that offense that's going to push defenders down down the field. So 100%. We'll see how that works out. So let's head over to the next part, the the busts. Who's your RB bust this week? Yeah, man, uh,
0: sorry for this one, but uh, I just am not touching any of the Dolphins, Um, and that's just because it's just a roulette. Um, not that I don't hope they don't, you know, that, that someone does, does well. I just don't know who it is. And like last week was a, I mean, a lot of people are out of their playoffs because of Miles Gaskin, but some of them snuck in and they were like, finally, finally trust miles Gaskin. And without that 30 yard run, he would have had like 13 carries for, for 20 yards. I mean, he has just been inefficient, inefficient, inefficient. And, uh, dude Johnson came out of nowhere. And just you know, then you have uh, Malcolm Brown coming off of IR. You got um, Salvin Ahmed coming back. Uh, even even in a and this is a bad matchup against the Saints. Uh, I'm just like, no, thank you. I will drop them and hope that my opponent
1: picks them up. Agreed. I, I I did not recommend anyone pick up Duke Johnson this past week. I thought it was just a trap play. I mean, good performance for him, but. In uh, fantasy, yeah, I'm not trusting that whatsoever. Honestly, Tua doesn't really pass to his RBs as much. So that's how you beat the Saints in terms of running back, and that's not happening yeah. this week. So, I mean, it was nice to see that the Bucks were able to move the offense on the ground, but Miami's run line, run line is not that great. So don't trust that at all. No, thanks. Uh, so my Q R B bus bust this week is James Conner. Uh, James Conner, you know, with Jace Edmonds back, we weren't sure what we were going to see early on, but it, it was apparent that – James Connor and, and Chase Edmonds going to split work in this offense here. Uh, you know, Connor has been great all season getting these touchdowns, but they do play the Colts. They give up the six fewest um, fantasy points per game to running backs this season here. And he's also dealing with an injury himself here. So he might be limited in this game to some extent, and it could be more of a Chase Edmonds kind of day. It's hard for me to trust James Connor after what I saw from last week, because that's what you're going to see moving forward. You're going to see a split between these two RBs here. And I'm, I'm not – trying to figure out at what point is James Conner going to get that touchdown or not. So I'd rather send him. He's back in that touchdown or bust category, and I'd rather avoid that if I can this week. Tough match. Yeah.
0: Yeah. you most, most situations you're probably stuck having to play him, but um, ex, you know, people ranking him in the top 10 expecting top 10 numbers. It's difficult with, you know, how they played last week against uh, Detroit. Um, they're down to the third center and it shows and um, you know, the 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 involvement got a little messy last week when Edmonds came back and Edmonds is one week more involved and one week, you know, healthier. Right, exactly.
1: All right, let's talk about some other running backs real quick to run through here. Um, you know, are you trusting guys like Michael Carter this week or AJ Dillon in starting lineups this week? I would play Dylan over Carter. Um,
0: even though he's the backup. I just Never really trusted Carter, and Carter's gotten most of his work under um, Mike White, and Zach Wilson is not, um, you know, Zach Wilson's playing this week. Um, so Carter is, he's done well when he's gotten that that PPR production, um, but last week with three points, uh, I'm really hoping that I can have a better option than him. I would definitely pay James Conner over Michael
1: Carter. Yeah, Michael Carter. See, so, yeah, I think I might actually put Michael Carter over uh, James Carter this week. I, I understand that most he the, yeah, those streaks where he was mostly because of his receiving ability, but he was starting to get it on the ground at some point before he got hurt. I'm hoping that this was, hey, first game kind of back thing. Let's get him out going next week. Uh, I was actually scared earlier on today when I saw the news that uh, the Jets had like a big uh, COVID outbreak and it was Michael Carter. I'm like, no. And it was Michael Carter, the cornerback. And I'm like, God. Yeah, thinking. that's 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 tricky. That is tricky. You can't have two players with the same name on the same team, especially one that's fantasy relevant. You can't have that. Nope. I would I am okay playing cotter. I think the, the matchup makes sense with the Jaguars that he's going to be fine, honestly. So yeah, it's a good matchup. All right, let's see here. Uh are you trusting Saquon?
0: You have to, um, but I still have him as a like a low end um you know running back to mid RB two in the in the twenties. Um just because of volume, um it's super inefficient, but at the end of the day the volume creates a floor and we know he can bust them um every you know every game the last the last four or five games he's had one you know decent run uh, but it's just it's it's ugly. don't watch it and don't expect you know old 30 point saquon numbers. It's more of the 10 to 15 range um but if you got saquon, you're starting him. I mean, he's probably at least your your third-best running back, if not your second-best running back.
1: Right, yeah. I think you just have to rely on the talent will eventually break through somehow in this game. It didn't last time around, but you just got to hope that it does, honestly, with Saquon, because he is a talent. Uh What about yeah. Rashad? Rashad Penny, yeah. yeah.
0: Didn't yeah do I'd, I'd go with Rashad Penny. I'd start him. Um Last week, he... Got injured, and then he was out for that drive, and then DJ Dallas stole a touchdown. But he still was more involved, um, so I think he's someone that people will sleep on a little bit. But I I think he'll be all right. And for for going back to Saquon, you might see a change at quarterback. Um, so Mike Jake Glennon, Frum. Mike Glennon is probably gonna be out, and Jake Fromm in. Um, Jake Fromm, I could see a lot of checkdowns for Saquon because um, he's known for really just kind of protecting the ball. Doesn't have a huge arm um and not that glennon has a huge arm or anything but glennon did he did try to air it out and he did target the receivers a lot more i could see from being more
1: check down guy that's a good point to put in there yeah uh, i'm not really on penny honestly i'd really i'd rather avoid it this week if i can honestly I, I just the one week was great and i thought i could rely on it but i'm not there yet honestly i need to see a little bit more from him so but we'll see maybe the injury is it was that was what kind of caused it last week and then um last running backs I want to talk about real quick here Sony Michelle and DeAndre uh Joe Henderson. Henderson yes Darrell Henderson oh my god DeAndre Darrell Henderson and Sony Michelle thank you Dave um what do you do with this now because we saw Sony Michelle go off but Henderson barely was involved I think he played like 26% of the snaps was it an injury thing first time coming back off of covid like are you relying on either one of them next week Yeah. I mean, I think you can roll Michelle out. And again,
0: like when we say we want to roll these guys out, like if you're looking at your 24th or 25th ranked running back, it's not pretty. But at the end of the day, when you start two running backs on a flex or multiple flex, you're going to have to start these guys. And I would go Michelle over Henderson. He looks better. Henderson just looks banged up. Um, And he did this last year. He kind of tailed off at the end of the year last year. And we saw Cam Akers take over um michelle's got much fresher legs and he looks a lot better so um i would play michelle i probably would not i'd probably fade henderson um unless i was just super desperate and i i will say i am in this situation um but i have ronald jones and i'm gonna play ronald jones over both of them um and i have austin eckler if austin eckler doesn't play i'm gonna be stuck with justin jackson or these guys and I probably played Justin
1: Jackson against the Houston Texans over these guys. Houston, uh, Justin Jackson. Yeah. He's been playing well, honestly, if he's starting, I mean, I'd start him this week, honestly. Uh, yeah. To me, I think it's Sony over Henderson. I know I, I made a call last week saying Henderson over Sony, and I felt bad saying that, but I really thought it was going to go that way, but it's honestly hard to trust either one right now. It honestly could go back to Henderson this week, but it might not. So you play these guys with expectation that they're not, that they're going to be splitting time at least. Or, yep. yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't put your faith in either one of them to go off big. Expect them both maybe to get between 7 and 10 points in fantasy this week. Yep, exactly. All right, so let's move over to the wide receivers now. So who's your wide receiver sleeper of the week, Dave?
0: Yeah, so I went with Amon Ross St. Brown. Um, and us Dynasty guys, we definitely know who that is. Oh, yeah. Um, but if you're a redraft player, you might be kind of new to him. Um, he looks good. Uh, he looks really good and he's that classic, um, you know, slot receiver. So he gives you that, you know, Tyler Boyd kind of a floor, but he's got some big play potential. He's an athletic guy. Um, and he's showed it the last couple weeks. So I have him in my top 24 this week. And I think that's probably, you know, far above the consensus. Um, but I'm comfortable with him and I think he's the best target with, uh,
1: Hawkinson out. He's been on fire. No, definitely agree with that. I love that because honestly, if you didn't pick him, he was he was going to be my number one sleeper this week for sure. So uh, I'm going to go a different direction here. I'm going to go someone who might be a little bit more down, maybe you're really struggling to figure out finding a hole for your flex option. And it's Laquan Treadwell in the Jacksonville Jaguars, and Laquan Treadwell has been has been solid. He's been really solid for a team that's been so bad over the last month now. You know, he said three straight games in full point PPR over 10 fantasy points. Again, it's not flashy, but it's steady points. And depending on what you need this week, you might need someone who's gonna give you that steady points. They do play the Jags. I'm the Jags. He's on the Jags. They play the Jets this week. Uh, their head coach is on COVID. That could might have an impact on kind of how this team kind of is get gets rallied this week you know having that having your head coach there definitely makes an impact on the players to some extent and maybe that kind of affects how the defense is performed this week and everything in between so if you're looking for like a steady flex option that's gonna get you somewhere between 10 and 12 fantasy points i think Troadwell could finally find himself an end zone play because trevor lawrence needs to get a touchdown he needs yeah. to it's been, it's been way too long he's had many touchdowns so i'm hoping this is the battle of the number one and two seat players Hopefully it turns into somewhat of a shootout where Treadwell ends up getting a touchdown this week. So for me, he's my sleeper.
0: Yeah. And it's a pretty good receiver week. Um, Gabriel Davis was my number one waiver wire pickup. Mom Ross St. Brown was my number two. Um, I think Russell Gage is someone that is still interesting. Um, He's not as available as the other guys, but he's at a point where I can finally start trusting him. Um, I think in your, you know, three receiver or multiple flex formats, um, he can be there. And, um, you know, uh, another guy that you know, people in your deep leagues is Tyler Johnson. So, um, Antonio Brown is, is there. He's going to be, you know, he's going to get a lot of run this week. He's obviously not a sleeper, but he's back with the team. He's going to take a little while to get back. And Mike Evans is week to week with the state he might play this week. Week to week means he's out. Yeah. And Chris Godwin's out for the, um, season. So Tyler Johnson is going to fit right in there in that Chris Godwin slot role. And you saw last week he had seven targets. And that was in half a game of Godwin being out. So it's not going to be someone that I expect to put Chris Godwin numbers up. But he's going to get the targets. And if he gets eight targets, catches six of them for 50, you're very happy to get 11 points from Tyler Johnson, who you got for free off
1: your waiver wire. I agree with that. I love Tyler Johnson this week as well. Uh, Josh Reynolds also is someone that I would consider as well, Uh, especially if if golf plays. I I definitely like Josh Reynolds a slightly bit in this game here for sure. So great all sleepers all around. So uh, let's go over the bust now. So David, you guys a bust.
0: Yeah, so we talked about it a little bit earlier, but uh, I put Amari Cooper down as my bust. Um, He's someone you drafted high, and you probably have played him. Every single week, and the recent weeks, he just hasn't been the same since the injury. Um, so I have him down, and I also have Devonta Smith. Um, Devonta Smith's been up and down. I mean, maybe he gets a big play, gets in the end zone against the Giants, but um, Bradbury's pretty good. You know, pretty good corner, and he draws. You know, Bradbury this week. Um, I'd be more interested in the running backs, and more interested in Goddard when it comes down to that matchup against the Giants. I think Devonta Smith will have a hard time. Plus, got dinged up yesterday. Um, he didn't do that well when he played against the Giants last time. Bradbury locked him down. So um, those are my guys, um, Devonta Smith and Amari Cooper.
1: Yeah, I like both those options. I feel bad for Devonta Smith because I feel like he just – if he had another quarterback to actually throw the ball more, man, he'd be so good, but he's not happening this year. Maybe Fields – a Fields. Uh, Hertz can find a way to become a, a better passer because they need that right now for him because his value is tanking right now. But – Cooper has just not been existent in this offense here, and I, and I agree with that. Uh, a couple of other players I guess I'll mention real quick here. Let's see here. Uh, DJ Moore. DJ Moore has just been kind of – hasn't really done too much since Cam Newton's taken over, and they're just not throwing the ball enough, and they're not getting enough <laughs> of him to really thrive. He's had a couple decent games with Cam at QB, but they do play the Bucks this week. I don't expect them to be able to pass the ball that well. It's just that someone I'm not trusting – as a as a in the passing game this week, and Cam Newton's playing. Maybe Sam Donald gets in there. I, supposedly, for me, it's just a, it's a hot mess. And if I could avoid DJ Moore this week, I would love to. And then one more, I'll just throw out there too. If I had him here, uh Chase Claypool, I'm not touching Chase Claypool at all this week. If he's in your lineup, I'm not. You get him out of your lineups because they're going to Kansas City. Kansas City's good against outside cornerbacks, and Chase Claypool has just really been a disappointment. Very incons too inconsistent for me to worry about. And they're not that Chiefs defense is just so impactful that Ben's not gonna have enough time to air the ball deep enough to get Chase Claypool that ball. So for me, Claypool's and an I'm out with too. Yeah, Claypool's one mine as well. Yeah, let's see here. Uh what about do you play got guy, these guys, some youngsters like Hollywood Brown, Terry McLaren, uh DK Madcalf? Do you play any of these guys coming off I mean, they've been pretty much non-existent, all three of them, over the last back half of the season.
0: Yeah, and, you know, those guys that always say, start your studs, start your studs, start your studs. I mean, we've done that, and it has not worked out. At this point, you need to throw your pre-draft rankings out the window and just go off of what's going on. Am I going to, you know, start a Ross St. Brown over DK Metcalf? Probably not, but I, I would not be surprised if a Ross St. Brown were to, you know, Beat DK Metcalf again, which he's done, you know, two or three weeks in a row. Um, so, yeah, when it comes down to it, you know, um, Terry McLaurin, it's going to be really hard to bench him. But Terry McLaurin has had bust games more than 50% of the time. It was 50%, but I believe it's following two busts in a row. So I believe him; he's more bust than he is hit at this point. True, yes. <laughs> So I would go DK over McLaurin in that scenario for sure.
1: I'll tell you right now, he's had at least, he's had five games this year as a wide receiver three or better. Just five games. That's it. Everything else is outside the top 36. And that's, it's, it's well,
0: speaking of bad passers. Uh, Heineke throws, um, I think 51% of his passes are into double coverage. Um, he just throws, he throws balls that are just, McLaurin is he is doing everything he can to get the he has no easy catches nope. everything McLaurin gets he has to claw and scrape for and it's just way too difficult
1: 100% agree it's its not a good play for that so all right let's head over to the tight ends now so who's your tight end sleeper this week Dave yeah um, you know as far as the tight
0: ends out there there's there's a few that I wanted to talk about um, one guy that I'm really interested in is Adam Troutman um, if Adam Frattman actually gets he gets out there and plays this week, um, his targets and snap share were going up tremendously, and then he got injured. But he was at you know five catches three weeks in a row. Now he's, he's at, on the COVID list. Now he's in the COVID list. <laughs> so my my pivot off of that is Shane O'Shaughnessy. He gets the Jets this week. Love it. And he's very very widely available.
1: Very widely available. Definitely needs to be picked up if you're looking for a tight end. So
0: uh,
1: let's see if I can give you somebody here. If Bevan Jordan plays, if you're looking desperately for a tight end situation, I would consider that once again, I know I mentioned it last week and he ended up being out, but he was seeing some involved in this offense here for sure, especially around the goal line, which is great for tight ends because it's all you really need to be yeah. a tight end one and chargers are one of the worst teams in the league against tight end. So that could be an option um albert o from the denver broncos drew lock seems to love his tight ends and he's over albert o seems to be a pretty big part of this offense where it seems to be focused on the tight ends and obviously the wide receiver if we want nothing to do with right now so albert o could be an option for you as well as a sleeper
0: yeah and fant might be available um in your some of your leagues but if fant's on your bench and you're you're thinking about it i mean i'm playing him over guys like foster moreau and, and stuff like that and I know that he's been down the last couple of weeks, but Drew Locke and Noah Pham had a pretty good connection when they played. And uh, you could see that happen in both tight ends being available, you know, being interesting now that Drew Locke is
1: going to be the quarterback this week.
0: Agreed. Agreed. Agreed.
1: All right. So let's over the tight end bus now. Who guys a tight end bus, Dave? Yeah, it's, uh, it's Hunter Henry.
0: Um, and, you know, when you pick your bus, you're, you're, I'm not going to take the easy one and say, you know, don't, Don't start this guy that hasn't been relevant for 32 weeks. Um, Hunter Henry's been relevant, and you probably do have to start him. But I just think at this point with the matchup they got this week, he's very touchdown dependent. He's got low volume, low targets, and I just don't trust it. So he is a touchdown-robust guy, and we've hit on a lot of touchdowns recently. But if that comes up and you don't get touchdown this week, you're not going to be getting many points from Mr. Henry.
1: Great, yes. It was nice to see him have more yards finally, but, yeah, it's it's definitely tough to trust him after one performance. So, I get, I get it. Uh, for me, guys, I went with Dawson Knox. They played the New England Patriots again. He, again, the last time they played, it was a tough matchup, but New England's been pretty good against Titans most of the season here, and maybe if, if Sanders is out, maybe – Maybe Knox has something well, but it seems like Gabriel Davis has kind of stepped over even Dawson Knox in terms of target share this week here, uh, this part of the season. And it's a tough matchup. It's going to New England. You don't know what the weather's going to be like up there where things are going to be pretty bad. So for me, I'd probably enough Dawson Knox. I don't trust him 100%, even though he's had a great season.
0: Yeah, and then then you got um, – we, we talked earlier about the Giants and how the change, change of uh, quarterback – Evan Ingram could be someone you look for as a sleeper. <laughs> um, and then, um, you know, when you look at, at Tyler Higby, going back to the sleepers, um, Higby's someone that's been on the COVID list. So someone didn't have enough IR spots to keep him on there when, you know, 127 people had COVID last week. He might be someone that's still available and he is still got the COVID designation. So you could put him in there. Something um, to look at. And then uh, back to bus, Foster Moreau, I'm not trusting it. Dudes look terrible last week. He's he had a decent week last week, but he should have did a lot better. He dropped three passes. No thanks on Foster Moreau. I think it's a trap if you go and pick him back up.
1: 100% agreed here. I, I can't get on board on the Evan Ingram thing though, Dave. I'm sorry. It's just, it's not meant to. I'd rather play Kyle Rudolph than play Evan Ingram at this point, but yeah. I get it. The matchup is just really that good. So. We'll, we'll see how it works uh, Cole Mets another guy that I'm interested in starting as a sleeper honestly he is due for a touchdown he hasn't scored yet this season he's seeing a ton of red zone work he's seeing the targets this could be the week and it just I, I would be really ashamed for him to go the entire season without scoring once over the next two weeks so and the matchups are favorable to some extent I would give I would give a guy like, I can't think of his name. Oh, my God. Uh, Cole Komet, uh, The Rock, this week, if you're looking for a sleeper for your tight end position. So. Yeah, I like him, Matt. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So we're going to wrap things up tonight, guys. Uh, we appreciate you for tuning in and listening, as always, guys. Sorry I keep forgetting things tonight. I guess I'm just tired. It's been – Christmas season is, is, is a stressful time of year. So I'm also turning 30, so maybe I'm just getting old. I don't know. But uh, – <laughs> It's tough, but uh, Dave, man, we thank you for jumping on, buddy. It's always a pleasure again to talk fantasy with you, man, and I'm sorry that Jibs missed you, but I uh, definitely enjoyed having you on, buddy.
0: Yeah, man, tell Coach Jibs I said what's up, and I hope to see you guys soon. Make sure you follow me at Dynasty Dorks Fantasy Football. Absolutely, so give him a follow, guys. If you want anything, shout anything else out, you're more than welcome to. That's it, man. Just uh, check me out. Uh, one thing I got going on pretty well is uh, TikTok. So uh, one of my videos went viral last week, Um, so we hit the 1.3 million views, which was pretty cool, Um, so go check that out. So it's just at Dynasty Dorks on uh, TikTok, and uh, I had a a college friend, she texted me yesterday, said, Hey, my boyfriend does not believe me that that you and I are friends, and uh, he just sent me your TikTok. And I said, well, let me know. Um, so I, I tagged I tagged him on the video and said, yep, that's my buddy. And uh, so it was pretty cool seeing it climb up there to 1.3. That's
1: dope. That's dope. So, guys, if you aren't already, already following him, please do so. So, uh, But, again, we thank you guys for listening in. As always, you can follow us on Twitter at Coach's Fantasy. Uh, you know, We'll have all of our episodes going up there right now. We don't have a website right now, but we're getting close to getting that back up here. I will get that back up as soon as the season's over, guys. And if you have any fantasy questions, you can always hit me up personally, too, at Coach Steven P. If you want to hit up Coach Jibs, you can do that at Hot Take Concho. Uh, but we thank you guys for listening. Have a, happy ho- have a happy holidays with your family or your friends, whoever you may be spending the weekend with here. And we'll be back next Monday to talk fantasy with you and hopefully your championship game. So until then, guys, take care and have a great one. Christmas. The back is not far fed We got a couple of clock hands. I've been feeling super duper. How the heck they know the future? Come with me, don't be a loser. Grass is green like loopers, scoopers. Clueless analyst, don't do the half of this. In fact, I'm backing this by asking if y'all remember that tough act, internet sh- Like boom, running like zoom. The highest and mightiest in the room. High up the knowledge, I'm feeling the fumes. All players cover this nuts' legumes. Opponents are doomed, and these are the facts. I keep it 100 like I'm running track. Listen up Jack, i am going head back Back to the blowin' up, blowin' up, blowin' that. Go! Oh.